Assalamualaikum and hello everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. I mean, if you have been listening from episode one, I thank you. Uh, from the data, I saw that there, there's also far only 10 people listening. Uh, okay lah, you know, you are my hardcore fans lah, my, these 10 people. Probably you are my closest friends also. <laughs> But doesn't matter. Uh, I share all of this is in a way to also document my processes, my life journey, experiences, uh, in hopes that one day whoever, you know, finds this Uh, podcast and episodes will bring benefit to to help you you know decide uh, what you want to do in your life what's best for you especially when you're choosing the career especially whether uh, choosing uh, you want to do uh, starting up a business or leaving your job or you know you're unsure of what to expect when you want to do something that is that has got to do with freelancing or even if you choose to drive for grab you know what is it like so all of this uh, i share in this last last episode and also in this episode that i'm going to share about uh, just to Uh, give you a heads up lah, of what you can expect and what you can learn from especially my mistakes and all lah, my experience so you don't repeat what I do and uh, be uh, uh, like more successful in the path that you choose in your life so um, welcome again to Zaid Omar's podcast uh, of course obviously I'm the host Zaid Omar uh, maybe maybe one day I'll be inviting people you know to join in this podcast to sh- for them to share their journey as well You know, of becoming a full-time entrepreneur when they are, they were uh, from their full-time job. Uh, also, you know, because I am also interested in fitness and health, I will invite along people who uh, has seen a lot of body transformation for themselves, you know, what they did to go through the processes and all. So these are the things that I'll be doing in the future. Uh, inshallah, of course, God willing. So in this episode, for this part, um... Like what I say, I, I'll just continue from where I, I left off uh, after I gave the white letter, you know, the letter of resignation in my mind. I was like, uh, like the Braveheart movie, you know, like, freedom! But actually, at the back of my mind, I was like, there's a small voice saying, Zaid, what the heck have you done to yourself? <laughs> because I quit my job not because I found a new job to replace you know, as a replacement. I didn't find any replacement job because I wanted to take courses so that by passing all those courses, I can jump to a new industry in hopes that I will get a job and from there, I will start a new life. When everybody else, my friends are already settling down with their second child, with their new BTO houses, with their, I don't know, whatever they are doing when I was already in my late 20s, they were quite stable and successful in their line of uh, you know working in their career or even in their business but for me i was starting from ground zero because i wanted to join the fitness industry i want to know what it's like to be in the fitness industry knowing that i myself am motivated to you know keep myself fit and all so the point the idea was to find a way to sustain myself, which I chose uh, to work as a grab driver, grab driver as freelance. And then on the part-time basis, I will take on the personal training courses. After getting certified, I will quit being a grab driver. I will focus on becoming a personal trainer full-time. It was like a, um, a dream come true. It would be for me to you know work in the gym to keep myself fit and help others keep fit as well and i know that um so far 
some gyms, especially local ones, the studio base, uh, there are certain uh, local companies that offer a, a kind of uh, partnership basis where they do not pay you a fixed amount, but they pay you in terms of commissions for using their studio to train people and for us to train the client under their brand. So the idea was I already planned to join this local company, which they offered me to work as a freelance trainer. They will provide the certification course. After I pass, I can then join them as a personal trainer. My target was already set. Okay, pass the course, join them as a personal trainer, earn $5,000 a month. That was the plan. Um, the moment... I quit my job the last day, okay? Uh, I was still trying to earn some money, okay, to ensure that, of course, I, I am, you know, I can buy food, I can feed myself, I can pay the bills, and also to save for the cost. Uh, the cost was uh, $1,000, and uh, uh, it's not that expensive compared to, you know, diplomas or even long-term courses. To me, it's like quite worth it. Lah. For a three-month course, pay $1,000. After that, after that, you can work with them as a freelance. And if you're good, you get paid up to $5,000 a month. Who doesn't want that, say? But of course, you know, it's not it's easier said than done. And uh, if everybody can do it, I think it's not uh, something worthwhile. And at the end of the day, uh, this is the story that I'm going to share with you where the grass is not always greener. And when my dreams and hopes came crashing down, just because I was too naive and wasn't really um, careful of how I deal uh, with people, with the you know the people uh, that was about that that supposed to hire me and all that. So, uh, from the previous episode. I've shared with you some of the challenges of driving as a Grab driver. You know, some passengers are just annoying, rude, and are really very choosy, and they they are quite unre unreasonable sometimes. But as a Grab driver, you cannot show any kinds of you know like you want to retaliate, you want to you want to you know fight them because you will lose your license. And to me, I have to really uh, suck in everything. I have to really be patient so that I can earn enough to feed myself so that I can, you know, buy food and most importantly, to afford the the lifestyle of, you know, having not and not having any job and to work it and to study on the side. Because like what I say, because uh, I work on shift, I couldn't join any kind of courses part-time because of the shift work. And I didn't want to join any 9-to-5 jobs because I am afraid of the different culture and a totally different environment that I have to get used to even though I want to work on the sideline. So, at the end of the day, uh, driving for Grab was the only choice I had at that time. Maybe I had other choices, but I was in a hurry you know, to really decide what to do. Uh, I couldn't really drag anymore, I drag any longer, so I decided, okay, Grab it is. The first two to three months of driving Grab full-time, why I tell you is I had a lot of challenges like number one, um, I couldn't find the right time to, you know, to get the best amount of grab passengers frequency. In the mornings, it is always the best, of course, because of the peak hour prices, because of the amount of people that is going to work. But after you reach around 11 a.m., the, the, you know, the number of people you can get gets lesser. And then I, I, I even tried to wait along the, you know, uh, some HDB car parks, but as a Grab 
you know, Grab driver, you can't wait at any taxi stands. And if you wait in the car park, you have to pay for the car park charges. So it's not worth it, to, worth it to me, worth it for me to do that. And when I go to the town area along around like lunchtime, people are already, you know, having lunch. Some, some I would get maybe one or two rides, uh, grab rides, and, and these people would want to go to the to the lunch place, right, to, to have their lunch. But it's like a very short distance, maybe $5, $6, and, and then I have, after that, it's just silent, one hour plus until 1 p.m., 1, 1 p.m. plus after that, I'm, a, I'm a already hungry, right? And then to that itself, you know, you as a grab driver, you don't have place to eat. You can't, you can't go to a, a a food court and bring your own meal from your home to eat in the food court. You know, anywhere you you are not allowed to bring outside food, right? And then if you want to eat outside, you have to spend, and minimum is like ten dollars. You know, including the drinks and and the food, the main meal. So it's like quite an expensive lifestyle. Lifestyle. Then okay, maybe I can go home to eat. From the place I was, maybe, maybe let's say I'm around the uh, CBD area, I have to dri drive back all the way to, to my house. That itself would waste time and also waste petrol. Okay, uh, let's say I, I, I drove back to eat my meal because between lunch hours, there won't be much passengers, many passengers, right? So I would rest, okay? So the plan was, okay, after I, I had my lunch, maybe around 3 p.m. plus, I will go off to continue driving. And then another challenge I would face is the jam can be quite crazy and I think really just waste of time and money. Uh, I don't know how other grab, grab drivers are doing it. Like the peak, people always say drive around uh, around the peak hours, but the jams are the one that's that's really taking time. Like I can have one passenger, okay, they would pay a higher fee because of the peak search and all, uh, peak prices, right? They would pay more. But because of the jams, I still waste around 15 to 20 minutes. And to go back to the town area, I still have to face the jam. And to pick up passengers while you are in a jam can be quite stressful, especially when you are going to the CBD area. The CBD area is like a Bermuda Triangle, you know. Your GPS won't work well. You are like going straight, picking up the passenger, that, let's say about, uh, about uh, 500 to 800 meters away. Suddenly, the GPS will just lose signal and will show you another way like recalculating. It's, it's quite annoying and quite like demoralizing like you, if you are not good at your uh, uh you know the, the, your route if you don't really know the roads uh, along cbd area or town area and you totally depend on gps it will be di difficult to to maneuver around the town area especially when the gps is not really working well so that's one challenges that i really don't like uh, so i uh, always avoid uh, going to the town area around the you know the peak hours and let's say after the peak hours ended, maybe around 8 p.m., okay, I would say at night time, there are quite a steady flow of uh, passengers. Uh, but the the prices is not that, um, in, in, like, not enticing enough. Lah. But it's, at least there are still passengers maybe around 8 p.m. until uh, 12 a.m. or even later where people go to, you know, airports or they they want to go to, uh, you know, a late night dinner or, or even a movie and all. They will get this kind of passengers around that time. But by that time, I will already be too sleepy and I cannot focus on the road. It's quite dangerous. I've, a few times where I really had to fight, uh, you know, the, the feeling of sleepiness is really overwhelming and wow, my eyes is getting heavier by the second, you know, it's, it's, it's quite tough and stressful driving in such situations like i think for those drivers would understand so at the end of the day um grab driving driving for grab is is really not an easy job you really have to plan your road you really have to plan your time when you rest because like i say you can't depend on the incentives or even the peak hours 
if you want to drive at night, you have to be well rested before that. If not, wow, the aircon blast in your face. If you off the aircon, you will be hot. So it's like <laughs> it's like there's no in between where you can manage yourself well. Uh, if you if you drink Red Bull, uh, I will end up wanting wanting to go to the toilet all the time. So all these challenges uh, uh, causes a lot of you know pressure for me when I thought to myself, what if I can't find a full time job anymore and I have to drive Grab full time. And because of the stresses, you know, including one major problem was that I always have backache. I couldn't find the right spot to sit comfortably. I don't know why. Other people can just sit like slouch and relax and, you know, they just, you know, let loose. But whenever I sit and drive, I can only endure about three hours maximum and it will be very painful, tense and, you know, aching on my shoulders, neck and back. So I didn't really enjoy long hours of driving. Uh, overall, I can only like uh, earn maybe at most thousand five, thousand six a month, and it's not that good lah. I mean, compared to to my previous job, there's a you know the technician, and it, luckily you know luckily um I still endure lah because I know that at the end of the day this is not something that I want to do full time. I want to focus on becoming a personal trainer, and to get that certification, I have to endure all of these challenges. And after taking the certification, you know, the, starting the certification course, uh, it got even worse lah because, okay, number one, I already have, I have to cut down my driving time because I have to study and go for the classes. And number two, um, to be a personal trainer, um, it is always better to look the part. That means I have to train, I have to go to the gym. And before I work as a personal trainer, I told myself I want to be at my best, you know, fitness level and to put aside time for studying, to put aside time for training, to put aside, aside time for, you know, my grab driving. It was, it was crazy, guys. Adding, add, adding to the stresses of a grab driver, you know, the aches, the long hours of driving, no, not enough rest. I have to, I have to go to the gym, uh, uh, you know, longer hours somewhere. So to me, wow, this one really, uh, uh, hopefully this will all, you know, come to fruition and be worth it. At that point, I was really, you know, just gave my all. I told myself, I can't live like this all the time, right? So this is the only for short term. And I just gave my all. Uh, for three months, you know, I, I struggled a lot. Uh, my, my family could see that, you know, I, I was really uh, like, my, my there's always eye bags and even though i have to go to the gym i was dragging myself to the gym i wasn't really pushing a lot in the gym because i already don't have the energy i already you know not enough rest and all and i could see that um instead of getting happier or getting fitter and more positive i was becoming more negative i told myself like uh it's it's not going in like you know according to plan lah uh my my body is getting more fatigued uh, my muscles are aching because of the grab driving and also because of going to the gym and I don't even get enough money because I have to cut down time uh, driving to focus on studying assignments and going to the gym so it's well I tell you it's not it's not really the best time for me at that time I even for one time I I, I felt like so down and, and I asked myself you know why did I choose this lifestyle why did I choose this and yeah it, it got to the point when uh, uh, I, I was re really, really lonely and not sure who to talk to, because if I if I told them of my feelings, the emotions, how stressed I was, how upset I was, they would say that you know that you are the one who chose this lifestyle and you have to go through it, and that itself makes me more even sadder lah.
so finally after three months of blood sweat and tears going through the course of uh, personal training i finally passed the course in hopes that you know all those uh, struggle that i went through will be worth it, will be worth it and after getting the certification after getting this uh, you know the, the the paper that i was working like hell for three months i talked to the gym owner again in hopes that he will hire me because he did promise or even he did offer me the job to be a personal trainer right after i passed the course and he told me okay that you have to go through the formality of the interview and about i think a, a Two weeks later, I came down to his uh, gym for the interview, and this time I was like really showing my best lah to be at my best. I I really explained to him that I went through his courses, I I went through my own training, and I really want to do this. I want to be part of your gym to be a good employee, to be a good trainer for your clients. Everything like I give my all, all the all the you know warm fuzzy uh, <laughs> emotional and uh, positive words that I, I can think of i just laid out in front of him yeah, i mean he did smile and uh, he said that uh he will come back to me lah, uh for the decision he, he needs some time to decide of course I, I, i'm not expecting a direct immediate response that i will get the job immediately right but the thing guys the thing is uh two days later uh i got a message from him and he said that Uh, you know, Zaid, sorry, bro. Right now, I'm looking for only pers- uh, experienced personal trainers. I was so wow. I don't know what to feel, like, guys. I spent, I quit my job because of what he offered before. Like, sound like a good news. I can get get a new job with him. I quit my job because I am confident that this is the line that I want to pursue as a fitness trainer. I spent three months, you know, like hell lack of sleep, going to the gym, driving for grab, study, assignments and all, just in hopes that I have a you know chance to be a personal trainer working under him. All of this just gone, you know, gone to ashes and down the drain. You know, the, the thing that I was depending on and the thing that I'm really hoping and expecting to get to to finally you know be in a place where i can be be happy and and enjoy my life enjoy the career that i really want is disappearing in front of my eyes like just just like that um i realize that you know people can just say and promise things to you they can just say anything nice but if it's not written on paper you know you you won't you won't have a hundred percent guarantee like, which is what i I know right now until right now I believe it's it's so it's so important like it's so crucial and one of the biggest life lessons I've I've, I've learned so far you know anyone can say that you know I will offer you a job I will offer you offer you this and that but if they don't write down and you don't sign anything there and then the the chances of you not getting what they offer is is you know is very high and you like what happened to me I I am I end up being jobless and working working for Grab. And now I'm already thinking that I that I, I I thought that I could finally quit driving for Grab because I can't uh, you know I can't get used to the you know the stress of driving for for uh, for long hours because of my conditions and the stresses but now I have to deal with that. I don't have a job. I can only rely on Grab right now. So it's one of the thing that was so stressful in my life at that point of time. 